This podcast is not available via 8-track tape. Hey, this is Major Victory reminding you to be a winner, not a wiener. Are you an outcast? I am. <laughs> Victory out. Wrote OV4 episode 8.5. Time travel gets better and better. Rich delved into the archives and found unreleased audio from Dragon Con 2007. He spoke with the people's hero Major Victory and found out some very interesting things about the show. Who wants to be a superhero? Get your capes and tights ready, kiddies. If you listen closely, you can actually hear Rich have a geekasm. It's a little sad. Roto. Podcasting's Rich Bigford and StrangerThings.tv's Earl Newton. Comedy. It's what we do. Enjoy. Hey everybody, it's Rich Siegfried, Dragon Con 2007, and it is a distinct pleasure and honor to be sitting next to not only my hero, but your hero as well, Major Victory, Chris Waters. Introduce yourself, sir, and actually, and let's, let's talk about where people can find you online, too. Hello, citizens. By the way, this is Major Victory. Well, you can find me online at majorvictory.net or MySpace, major underscore victory at MySpace. You grew to um, public recognition via the uh, Who Wants to Be a Superhero contest. And I feel bad because you were, I think you were really the fan favorite. And unfortunately, uh, you were not the overall champion. However, it seems that that celebrity has definitely translated, not only to Dragon Con, but I believe you have some uh, other forms of merchandising. Comic books, action figures. What, what, what do we got coming here? Oh, you got a, a plethora of stuff, a cornucopia of superhero stuff. Uh, yes, unfortunately, I was not the winner, but I'm not a wiener. I, 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 I really came out ahead in so many ways just for doing this show. My girlfriend and I started a production company. We have T-shirts. We have a clothing line for Major Victory. We also have action figures with the Shocker toys, little Shockinis, little minor victories, uh, mini Vs. We like to say <laughs> mini Vs, um, and uh, we also have my comic book that just came out this week. It's a first edition, first issue. So I'm, I'm very excited about all these things. Which I'm definitely picking up a copy. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about gimmick. I work in the professional wrestling world, and I know understand awesome. how difficult it is to actually come up with a, a visual look, a gimmick. How did yours come about? It came about with a friend named Ron Nager. He was a... Uh, uh, actually a movie guy from San Diego and he had this idea of using a superhero in a music video and he gave me this costume and they put it on and as soon as I put it on myself this character came alive it was actually Captain Victory back then but I swear congratulations on the promotion by the way oh thank you very much <laughs> yeah Stan gave me the promotion he promoted me from uh, Captain to Major Victory but as soon as I put on this costume, it was an amazing thing. I felt like this this guy come through, this funny kind of guy, but a sincere funniness. And at the shoot, I just wrote this backstory. This is even before Superhero came out. And I wrote this character and what he would do and what he would say. And Captain Victory was kind of born. And it was the most amazing thing. It was, it was funny and yet nice and sincere. And it, it was one of the best experiences of my life doing this show. I, and I, going through the whole process, the whole psychological test, the physical test, all the stuff, meeting with doctors, I was going, this is just nuts. But I had to do it. It was one of those crazy things you had to do. And it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me. 
Now, what was your geek level before uh, you did this? Because, you know, we seem to see some actors, some other folks that almost seemed like Hollywood was trying to portray geeks portraying superheroes. What, where would you say on a, on a kind of a geek level, like what are some of your favorite movies, TV shows, geeky stuff, what you got? Well, I was a huge Star Trek fan when I was a kid. I, I guess you'd say I was a Trekkie. I owned the Captain Kirk shirt, <laughs> all that stuff. I used to dress up as Batman and my sister was Robin and we used to have the pantyhose my mom used to wear. I don't really want to get into it, but anyways, I was a huge geek. I used to play Star Trek with all my friends in San Francisco. And everybody wanted to be Mr. Sulu, so I got to be Captain Kirk. Really? Everybody wanted to be Sulu and not Kirk? Because Kirk was always my favorite. He was the one that got all the ladies. Yeah, a lot of Asians in San Francisco. So they're, Fair enough. Oh, everybody wanted to be Mr. <laughs> Sulu. I don't know, man. I just went with the flow. I went with the flow in the chair. <laughs> so it was cool being Kirk. And uh, it was you know, some of the best things. And I was a huge Spider-Man fan. And as soon as I found out Stan Lee wanted to do this show... And I thought he was one of the most creative geniuses put on this earth. Uh, I signed up right away. Quick question about who wants to be a superhero. What was your initial reaction? You know, Stanley kept saying, well, you know, a, a superhero doesn't really take his clothes off all the time. And he was usually sitting in front of a lithograph of Stanley Presents Stripperella. What was kind of your, or, or can you say anything about that? Is there the, the implants or anything like that that'll go off? Uh, there were some things that were inconsistent, but I don't think it was my job as my character, Major Victory, to correct somebody like Stan Lee. It was his show. And if he felt a certain way or the producers felt a certain way, I was just going to let it be. I just wasn't going to let anything affect Major Victory because my thing going in as Major Victory was just to have a good time. No matter what anybody threw at me, if they wanted to make fun of my stripping past or say this about me or say that, I didn't care because I was just going to be true to this character. They actually wanted me to come in and be the supervillain at one point. And I just I, I told them, no, that's not where I wanted to see the character go. I just I wanted to to be this guy, this guy that would really care and love people and to care about things. And not to knock your acting abilities, but I don't think you can pull off supervillain. You have just this genuineness that that really translates forward. <laughs> not to not well, see that that was the other thing why I didn't want to be a supervillain because every time I have been on a TV show, I CSI Miami, CSI New York. I've always played the killer. I've always played the bad guy. And now, were you the same killer on CSI Miami and CSI New York? No, I was a different killer. I got to, <laughs> I got to almost shoot. Let's see, I chewed off my hand in CSI New York. <laughs> David Caruso. I almost got to shoot him with a shotgun in CSI Miami. So that's fantastic. But I died in both times. So. But do you, do you feel that, and you know, because like I said, you know, you do have that genuineness. It's not just a, you know, a physical appearance or anything like that. I think it really comes through, especially with the, the, the cheesiness, the corniness. Because honestly, you know, whenever I told anybody about the show, you know, I always told everybody Major Victory was the reason to watch the show because he brought that, that humor, like Flaming Carrot, like The Tick, especially. I'm sure you get references to that all the time. You're basically Spoon. a smarter. <laughs> Wait, do that one more time. Spoon! <laughs> But, I mean, you, you were able to – you had far more intelligent than the tick. The tick wasn't all that bright. 
but you know you did have this kind of this charming quality that I think it really drew in a lot of people very kind of a, a disarming thing where everybody was was really rooting for you and how do you think that kind of felt your chances because obviously you went to the one of the last levels right or was it it was feedback and fat mama run the last yeah, two it, it got down to the last three I finished third it got down right then to the last episode that you know I was also in, I was in all six episodes but it got down there to the to the wire and it was close I mean something changed that night I, I do believe I was supposed to be in the finals and something changed the dynamic changed in the show and uh, I wasn't in the finals um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was my daughter we've been able to reconnect producers had called my daughter that night that I was uh, kicked off the show they were going to fly her down because I was going to be in the, the final two and something changed but I was able to reconnect with my daughter nevertheless and it, that's been such an important thing because she's moving down to California with me and and I think we're going to be able to reconnect on a whole nother level that is fantastic I mean I think everybody can say you know uh, merchandising career everything aside that that was probably just the most amazing thing that could have happened from a show that would have never been foreseen by anybody I thought that was the most sincere thing on the show for me when we were on the roof that was total reality. When you're running around the streets and your tights and all that stuff, that was all for fun for me. But on the roof, it was a lot of reality thrown in your face. Your friends were leaving. You're there for hours upon hours every day. And to be on that roof and to reconnect every night with the people that were doing the same thing that you were doing. And no one else can say that I did that too. I did it with those people. You do bond. That was the coolest thing. And that was the most sincere moment is when I got to talk to my daughter. And I lost it, which was really hard. It's still hard for me to see that episode. But I think that was something that the supervillain, Major Victory, could not have pulled off. It was that, again, that genuineness that really came through. And so, you know, it was one of those moments where I felt, oh, why is he got to lose? But there's too much goodness in this moment. So... I think that overall, I think it was easier. It was an easier letdown for your fans, and and definitely everybody was so happy uh, that that could go on. So that's that's really fantastic. Well, I know you've got a huge line out there because we were just talking about the fans. You got a crap ton of them out there just waiting to meet Major Victory. So uh, go ahead and plug your website one more time and go go get to the citizens. You've got a job to do, sir. Yes, I got to get to the citizens. Yes, that's majorvictory.net, and on MySpace, major underscore victory at MySpace. Hey. Thank you very much. And I would remind everybody out there, be a winner, not a wiener. Victory out. Roto, less structure, less restrictions, more comedy, more absurdity, more often. Requiem off the outcast.com.